0: this is the prayer culture podcast where we talk about building prayer into the lives of bible-centric churches and individuals i'm your host michael green i have a background in missions to the islamic world as well as being the founding member of Purimore, a ministry that is dedicated to developing a deep culture of prayer within local churches and communities, my co-host Patrick Rowe is a board member of Purimore, as well as being a longtime church planner in the Greater Houston area and Thailand. This is the Prayer Culture Podcast. reminder, the prayer culture podcast is a ministry of two or more, which is a crowdfunded ministry. So if you enjoy this content, please check out our website and giving page listed in the description. Also, when you have a second hit the like and subscribe button. All right, we are back.
1: Uh, So we
0: decided to come up with names, uh, because we look cool, you know, oh man, we want to be like Mr. B, you know, so, uh, I'm apparently coffee shop guy because I got the hipster vibe with the beanie. No, you know? no, yeah. no. You got to get it right. You are coffee shop.
1: Coffee shop. Oh, just dad. coffee shop. Just coffee I'm shop. coffee shop. You embody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are. You have actually become I a coffee shop. I do like coffee. <laughs> uh, Patrick, you are, what we said, fishing guy? Fly fish or something. Fly fishing. Fly fishing? So I
2: am fly fi- I've never fly fished in my life. But you have the yeah. hat. I have hats that are like outdoor You have fishing hats. Yeah. And yeah. one of them actually says fly shop on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you have a duck on this one. I mean, you look bit, yeah, like. Yeah. 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 And uh, we have our awesome guest on John yes. today. So he's John. simply John. Right, right now, now, I'm just John. <laughs> just
1: John. I'm going to have to take a few more podcast visits for me to get a nickname. Need some more at bats. <laughs> Need some more at bats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking
0: forward to the day that we have a nickname for John. It may uh, it may happen on this episode. <laughs> it could
1: happen on Ooh, this. That episode. That would be awesome, actually. Yeah. So yeah. just
2: be ready for that.
1: <laughs> also. I, up top, I want to appreciate that Michael brought me in to be the heel in this conversation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and I want to let everybody know why we brought John. And John is a worship leader. Uh, he's been on before on the audio podcast, and yeah. uh, but he's a worship leader, virtual, ver, uh, Vertical Life Church. And uh, basically today, we're going to do something really fun, kind of mix it up a bit. We're going to be talking about controversial song lyrics in mm. worship songs. Mm. yeah, um, And really... What this has to do with prayer—this is a prayer podcast—is when we're worshiping, we're praying, we're saying two things to God and about God, and and yeah. worship music is the same. It's, yeah. it's doing that same thing. So we brought John in to really uh, balance us out a bit. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> is that what- well,
1: also, I think also it's because right now, as I'm actively being a worship leader, I hear all the arguments all the time yeah. about, these are the songs that we'll play at church, and these are the ones that we won't, and so... I'm kind of here to be sort of the devil's advocate, but also to say like, I think up top, one thing that should be understood is that a lot of it that we're going to be talking about here, a lot of it is, is a lot of subjective subjectivism because worship is so subjective because it's such an, it's a creative. Yeah. And it's an art form. It's an art form. So there are some things, there's some language that people are just more comfortable with than others. Yeah. Um, And also like to tell you the honest truth, a lot of times there are songs that we don't do at our church, not because it's theologically wrong, but because it's just not corporate. Mm. And I don't know if that should play into how we judge some of these songs because there's a good perspective, you know, yeah. um because there's some songs that I think are like they're the best when you're like in your car listening to it. Oh, and then there's some that are better in a corporate context where everyone is singing together. Sure. so that's another big aspect of it. Um, yeah. but I'm sure that we have some. Pretty hot ones in here. This is why you're here. We have yeah. <laughs>
0: this is it. Okay, so basically how this is gonna work is I'm going to say a song lyric and you guys can give some commentary and then ultimately we're gonna give a thumbs up or a thumbs down if it's like, hey, okay. we would do this in okay. our church uh, with elder approval. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah. With, elder, pro- with uh, elder approval. With because we believe in the authority of elders in the local church. And yeah. so uh, yeah. with, you know, elder approval we would play it. Yeah. So we're gonna start with one uh I've heard a thousand stories of what they say you're like. I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night, and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone. So this is the good good father. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Okay. So the controversy I've I've read up on some of these a bit. So the controversy with yeah, the general take is is there's this feeling that maybe emotional connection with God is superseding a scriptural understanding. Mm. And so the way that it was interpreted is, um, I've heard a thousand stories of what they say you're like. So like, I'm just listening to whatever anybody says God's like, right. Okay. And then I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night. So it's not emphasizing. I went to scripture to get to know who God is. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I...
0: I had the still small voice thing. Okay. So that's where the, the controversy lies here. Um, so what do you guys think? Okay. Cause, so now that I know what the kind, con- can you read it one more time? Yeah, Yeah. I've heard a thousand stories of what they say you're like. I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night. And you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone. Okay. Mm.
1: Got it. I love this song, but I can also immediately think of a lot of things for it. I'm going to let you go first. No, no, no. You you're you already right, know it. You already did Well, it. I was going to say, like, I, I remember the first time I heard this song, it was one that immediately I was, like, blown away by because I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Whenever I hear that lyric, I've heard a thousand stories. I think of the idea that, and this is something that I think is true, like when when it comes to people believing in Jesus, because people always talk about, oh, are you a theist or an atheist? It's like, to me, I feel like the argument isn't so much whether there is a God, but whether Jesus Mm. is the way, right? When I hear that line, oh, I've heard a thousand stories of what people think you're like, there's a thousand, there's so many different religions that claim that they know who God is and what he's about, but yet I've heard the tender whisper. So it's like, oh no, but your Holy Spirit has come and I've heard the truth. Mm. Like, and I know that you are who you are and that what scriptures have said that our relationship is, that's what it is. So that's me. That's my, I would say I'd put that in. I feel like with a lot of these songs, I'm going to have two takes. I'm going to have a generous take and a critical take. Cause you're an my, artist. <laughs> my generous take is, is that, that it's like, okay, that's the language that we're going for because, but I would say that my critical take is, is that that is also what I'm thinking because I already have a biblical worldview. Okay. So yeah,
0: that's true. And
1: that's one thing that, I think is going to be an issue with a lot of these songs is that if you get somebody who's not a believer that doesn't understand scripture that won't make those connections, then that's where it can get because it doesn't, because the song isn't specific enough to say, Oh, but Jesus is the way, but you know, God, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more the specific of saying, Oh, this is about Jesus. And this is about this specific God. um, I think that that's one thing that I can see as an argument for why it's not the best. Once again, I feel like, You know, to counter that argument, it's like the context in which you're singing this, most people are going to be able to make that connection. Because it's being sung in a church. Yeah.
2: Like it's being sung in a Christian
1: church. Yeah, 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 So it's like, it's a worship Mm -hmm. song. It's not an
2: evangelism song. Exactly. You know, so you're not going out on the street corner and singing this hoping people will catch the whole gospel.
1: This is like a song that you would sing in a church context where, and it's so funny because um, I was talking to my pastor because recently we were talking about how we structure sets like in what order, because we're trying to make all of our services vertical. So we have like the order of songs. We do like a one through five thing Mm -hmm. and good, good father would probably fall into, I would say, um, it would probably fall into like a, a two or a four. So a two is usually about expressing some kind of thankfulness. How are we responding to the way that God is, Mm. you know? Um, and a four is more like posture, like, okay, how is it that we are meant to be approaching the throne of God? Mm. Um, and so now that I think about it, it's probably more of a two, because the way that this this song is all about appreciation. You're a good, good father. It's who yeah. you are, and yeah. I'm loved by you. You know, that is, uh, to me, that's the point of the song. Um, that's good. So, so in general, you like it? In general, I like it. I would give it a okay. thumbs up. We have done this at my church, actually. Okay, so yeah.
2: so so you you're good with it. You could see how somebody could criticize it by saying it's yeah. not, Super clear on like who we're exactly. we singing to, or those yeah, those things. okay,
1: yeah. Like this song wouldn't be a good song to play with your not Christian friends to help them understand. To help them understand okay. the gospel. Okay, well, it could under it could help them you, understand that you know, God is a good father. Exactly, it can help understand that part of it. But yeah. but it's, but it's not it's not it's not like the I know he, <laughs> he's looking. He's like, like side eyeing you. I know this guy's about I'm to come at me. You. me. You.
2: So I I think. Um, what maybe what you're saying, John, is it's not like these hymns that are filled with theology, exactly. like yeah. the, it is full of theology, but it's yeah. not like didactic, it's not like teaching you something real specific, like yeah. quoting scripture. Yeah. It's meant like to
0: that. compliment the Bible, not say all yeah. of the Bible, it's yeah, not trying yeah. to yeah. explain exactly, exactly, yeah.
1: which ultimately is why I don't think it's bad and why we, we I do think, and we have done it at my church. Yeah. Um, but you know, I if if someone I can see how someone could make that claim about it. Sure. You okay. know? But, not, but, not to say that I agree with it, but just that yeah, I can see but, where they're coming but from. But your thumb is up. My, thumb is up. Okay, yeah, my thumb, thumb is up. Okay. Yeah, my thumb is up. Yeah. So where,
0: where are you landing? Uh, your first description, I was that's exactly how I was thinking about the song too. Yeah. Uh, the evangelistic thing, I mean, the only thing I'd say is if I'm with an unbeliever and this song's playing on the radio, I'm going to talk to him about what it means. Exactly. And that's yeah. the whole point is yeah, like, yeah, Hey, yeah, what yeah, does it yeah, mean? Yeah. God's a good father. Well, this, the gospel, yeah. here's this the song, gospel. This song yeah. was not, he can only try, be your father. If you accept Jesus, <laughs> yeah. hey, that, is,
1: <laughs> that is actually a really good point because you're right. Even if it doesn't explain everything, it does create the environment to where you then can then step in and be like, Hey, let me explain what this is actually talking about. Yeah. So in a way that, you know, that might be good for evangelism.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Okay. So thumbs up for me. Thumbs up, have, thumbs, thumbs
2: up, a Thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. My thumb is up. I, I, I we like see it, it. We got to see uh, it, <laughs> There it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so the criticism of the tender whisper, yeah. in the dead of night, mm. right? Because mm-hmm. part of the criticism,
0: right? Is oh, this isn't. Yeah, like, and we're gonna see this in a lot of the songs. Okay, because right. the, yeah.
1: so there's almost like there's almost like a self revelation. That I can see someone arguing, but I I, I think I know where you're. I think I know where you're going with it. Yeah, so
2: of course, there's going to be so many things where we could be like, well, I could see where someone would (laughs) say, well, people, people say crazy
1: stuff all the time, you know. So I mean,
2: the hypercritical people or nitpicky people, whatever. Yeah. So uh, I think when if you just go to the Bible, a lost person without (laughs) the Spirit can go to the Bible and receive no revelation. Mm. You know. Yeah. They can be unaffected, not trans not transformed, not saved, not, you know, they, they would receive nothing because they don't have the Holy Spirit illuminating and yeah. revealing and speaking. So to me, the song is like, and I don't know and I don't know what they wasn't it was it House Fires wrote this song? Yes. I believe so. And then Chris
1: Tomlin like made mm, it popular.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it was it had some good traction even before he did it. Yeah. Um So I I don't know what they meant when they wrote it. You know, we'd have to have them on to talk. Hey. Yeah. Call them. (laughs) Hey, You (laughs) know them, right? (laughs) Um, But I I think, I imagine that what they would mean is that the truth about who God is truly, who he really is, has been revealed to me. Yeah. Like God has spoken to me. And when you open up the Bible and you actually receive truth from it, that is God speaking to you. Like, that's God whispering to your heart. So I I don't, I, you know, I know that we could kind of try to say, is it the Bible speaking or is it the Spirit speaking? But if you're reading the Bible and you're learning, it's both. The Spirit wrote the Bible. The Spirit is making the Bible knowable to you. So I'm good with it. My thumbs up.
0: Awesome. So we all gave a thumbs up to Good Good Father. Uh, So the next one, I'm going to step some toes here. We're going to pull a hymn. Ah. (laughs) And you guys got to see if you can pick out the hymn from the verse. Here we go. Okay. When through the woods and forest glade I wander and hear the birds sing sweetly in the trees, when I look down from lofty mountain grandeur and hear the brook and feel the gentle breeze. Do you know what hymn that is? No. I only know because I saw it on the oh, thing.
2: You saw it on the thing? <laughs> Which one is it? It's How Great Thou Art. Okay, I thought that's what it was, but I don't remember that verse real specifically. I think
1: that's like the third verse, I think. It's one of those verses that a lot of churches tend to skip. A lot of churches okay. take that out. Yeah. Okay. What's the controversy?
0: The controversy is really just, what's the point of this verse? Like, it seems uh, kind of, why? <laughs> okay,
2: so the verse is saying, when I, when I, when I... Well, then when I fill in the blank, then what? what? What's
0: the song end up saying? So it ultimately says, uh, and feel the gentle breeze, then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art. Okay. Right?
1: <laughs> I have a, uh, I have an answer to this from scripture itself.
0: Oh, <laughs> then That's it's a good the answer. That's best, best answer right there.
1: Yeah. So Romans 1, uh, 19 through, I'll say 20. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For His invisible attributes, namely His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. Um, yeah. This is the verse that I always think of when, when I think of the idea of the gospel as reality itself, mm. where you can look at, you can look at nature the way this song describes it, oh, he's looking at the beauty of all the things that are made and he's able to see and marvel and be like, wow. Like, look at how incredible. Think about all the times that people talk about going to the Grand Canyon or going to some kind of natural phenomenon that's just like insane and just being like, whoa, like God is like crazy amazing. Right. Like whenever I think like scientifically, when you think about the universe... And you see all of the things, the way that everything is orchestrated and connected. How great Thou art, you mm-hmm. know. Like so, that's 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 my that's my take.
2: Yeah, Amen. On that. I'm, I'm I'm there with you. Yeah, that, that's where I am. I I don't think we need to be afraid of. I mean there's there's psalms that go on and on about the trees and the cattle and the <laughs> r- waters and all these things and how they praise and how they testify and
0: all that. So I like it. My thumbs up for me. Thumbs up for the song. What about the verse? Yeah, like, I like the verse. Using the verse. I like your the verse. Church?
1: So, here's the thing. I I'm, I'm going to have to commit to this that there's a generous taking and a critical take. I can see the critical take being and I and personally I think it's kind of ridiculous, but I could see the critical take being because we're mainly talking about nature and we're not, it's again, that specifics thing where it's like, because we're not specifically saying, Oh God did these things. Oh, it's just, it's just talking about a personal experience, which uh, with a lot of these songs we're going to run into a lot where it's more of them speaking about something that's personally happening to them. um, Which is why it may not work in a corporate setting, but this song I feel like is a great corporate song. If you're at a church that does hymns, Um, and, but I don't, once again, it's kind of like, okay, you're just talking about how great Mm -hmm. nature is and attributing that to the Lord. Like that's okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it ends up saying how great thou art. Yeah. That's the result. Yeah. So the results good. I'm, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I would. Uh, I'm okay with it. What I do it every time? It is. It does make the song a lot longer, and so practically yeah. it may not fit in the service or whatever. But, but we don't, but, have uh, but I don't have any theological. We don't have a theological problem, with, problem, it. problem yeah. with it. Yeah, it's right.
1: thumbs up. Most of the time, whenever we use this song, I use it as a tag. Ah. Like it then sings my soul. My oh, use the, God, the chorus. Did. Like I use yeah. the chorus or a part of it. Yeah, That's it's so good. If you, you don't very often see, at least nowadays, people just using the whole song. Yeah, because um, so it, it a, is, it is long. Up, John. I give it a thumbs up. Thumbs, thumbs up. Thumbs, all up.
0: thumbs up. I grew up okay. Baptist. Okay, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take a break from the hymn for a little bit here. Oh yeah, you have to. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I'm not Baptist now, but that's how I grew up. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, so okay, here's one. <clears throat> Let the Spirit rise up, break through the walls, beat down the doors, crash through the windows, and cover the earth. Mm. This one's a very interesting one. Okay. You're going to have to repeat that one for me. Let the spirit rise up, break through the walls, beat down the doors, crash through the windows, and cover the earth.
1: This is great. I think the argument for this is probably going to cover a lot of these songs, too. I want to hear... <laughs> so what's the controversy? Um, the
0: spirit does the spirit like break through walls and beat down doors? Yeah. Does he crash through windows? Okay. Like this doesn't even seem accurate. Liter- if I'm literally thinking about it, you know, and right. then covers the earth. Like when is that going to happen? You know, like, or is that, are we talking about acts? The, the, um, what's the prophecy in that Peter gives in the sermon, Joel, the Joel uh, yeah, prophecy yeah, yeah, the or whatever, from is acts that too. what they're talking yeah. about? Like what's, what's going on here? Cause this is kind <clears> of. <throat> Right. It, it's it seems a little up here in the cloud somewhere. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean it's using language that you you know or imagery, I guess. It's using some imagery that you may not find in scripture as far as the role of the spirit. Like does the role of the spirit include breaking down a door or yeah. crashing through a window or this kind of stuff? But <clears throat> you know, we say things all the time that are like biblical concepts. Like the the concept itself is biblical. Like we need the Spirit to come and take over. We're asking yeah. the Spirit to come and fill the Like let the glory of God fill the earth, like the like the seas, the waters cover the seas. <clears throat> so, I I think it's just using imagery that is you know artistic and whatever, but it's not it's not like unbiblical ideas to think that we need the spirit of God to completely cover the earth. Like we're asking him, fill every person, have your way in all the earth, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And in order for that to happen, there has to be a breaking in and a pouring down of the spirit. Like yeah. it's, it's a top down, it's a breaking in So for me, it's just an artist using imagery to describe an idea that actually is a biblical concept, even if it's not particularly biblical words or language. It seems
0: like it's trying to describe revival. Like it's a call for revival is what it is. Right, right. Hey, we want the revival of the spirit. Yeah. So, and, you know, I think the rest of the verses too, they go kind of along the same lines, but it seems to support that idea that, hey, what we're calling for is a revival. Yeah in this place and, and the spirit is required to yes. for revival to happen. Yeah. To, so to me, the song is like
2: asking God to do what we can't do. It's like w- without him breaking in, in some kind of sovereign aggressive way, like you please make up your mind to come crashing into our reality because we're kind of stuck in it. Yeah, take over. Yeah. Take over. Uh, so I, I like it. I like the language. I don't have any issue with it, John. What are you thinking?
1: <laughs> this is one that for sure we would not do at our church. Okay. Not because I don't like it, but because it because the language of it is, and we're going to run into more songs that have the same issue um, as far as doing it in a corporate setting. Um, for me, whenever I hear the language, it's one where, all right, I understand what it's saying, and I know where it's going, and I also understand... That it's hyperbolic artistic mm. language. Um, does every average churchgoer understand that? Is the the thing that kind of goes through my oh, mind? Okay. That's and good. because that is the kind of thing that creates those controversies, because some, some people just aren't comfortable with that kind of language. Imagining the Holy Spirit just breaking in and like like because you got to think. And this is one thing. Um, there was another song. I don't know if you have it on here, but there was a song. Um, How He Loves. Mm. And one oh, one right. lyric in that song is, uh, "Oh man, love's like a hurricane. I am a tree." Yeah. And I think one issue I heard from that is like, "Oh, so you're saying that like God is like a hurricane that's like just destructive and like reckless and oh, is doing like on. all this crazy stuff?" <laughs> and for me, I'm just like, uh, <laughs> "He's powerful." Exactly. Like it, he's powerful and overwhelming. Yeah. And there's so much scriptural basis for that. But
0: let me ask you, know, you this, John. Yeah what if you explained it? Because when you worship lead, you have various points where you can explain something or share something about yeah. the song. Is, I'm not saying like for your elders or anything, but for you, yeah. like if it was something you could explain, would it be a
1: possibility that it could be good for the congregation? It's something that I feel like I could explain. There would be, there's for sure some exceptions um, where mm-hmm. if I take the time to explain it, where people can be able to understand it, that it might soften the blow a bit, but there's for, there for sure would still be some people that'd be like, oh, sure. I just don't like it. And them. it might I take them. a lot of explaining. Like it yeah. would take a lot of explaining for that. And sure. and so that's, that's kind of the thing. To me, I think it's crazy for people to, with all the examples in scripture we have of God or an angel showing up and people immediately being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's so much of a stretch to be like, oh yeah, the spirit's gonna come in and he's gonna just like clear the room. I'm like, you know, to me, once again, that's hyperbole. And I don't even think that that's that far of a stretch. Sure. And crash, you know, for the spirit is
0: not actually physically breaking the window right. because yeah. the spirit can go through the window. Right. <laughs> yeah. Jesus can suddenly just be in a room. Uh, uh, okay. Right. So on this one,
1: thumbs up or down? I'm up. I'm up. Uh, I mean, if we're considering elder, Commit approval, at John. <laughs> if we're considering elder approval, I have to put thumbs down. Okay. okay, okay. Fair enough. But fair. That's if we're considering
0: elder approval. That's okay. fair. That's fair. Well, yeah. that one is actually a perfect usher into the next one. Okay. Holy Spirit, Spirit, you are welcome here.
1: Mm. This is a good one because this is one that we used to do, but we don't do anymore. Not for like any really hard and fast reason, but because of controversy. I don't think the reason that I don't we're not, want to get you in trouble. We're not we're, trying to like. No, no, no. I okay. mean, I'd be fine. But the I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. but, I'll survive uh, it. The uh, I don't think that we stopped doing it because. Of any big controversy, I think it was more of like, oh, better safe than sorry kind of scenario. Uh, okay. Yeah. okay.
0: Um,
1: but anyway, I'm sure like you have, do you have notes on the controversy around it? Well,
0: Holy Spirit, you are welcome here implies that He's not already here, okay. like He's already mm-hmm. in. It. If you're saved, the Holy Spirit's in you. Mm-hmm. So it seems like a tremendous emphasis on the theology of like Spirit baptism and like maybe the Spirit is, uh. you know, it's. Instead of, you know, the Ephesians, there's one spirit, one baptism, all that stuff. So that's kind of where the controversy is, is Holy Spirit, you're welcome to a place you're already in. Okay. And there is, there is debate. I've talked to people about this. Um, there, there are a lot of people who don't believe the Holy Spirit comes more strongly on a certain place at a certain time. Sure. And which really is kind of revival. And so if that's your theology um then this doesn't sound right. It's like okay. the Holy Spirit's already indwelling me.
2: Yeah, yeah. So if it's a bunch of a bunch of spirit-filled people already have the spirit and they're saying Holy Spirit you are welcome here, I don't to me there isn't a direct implication that the Holy Spirit isn't already there. It's just like when to say Holy Spirit you are welcome to me when I sing that song I, I'm thinking of people who had the Holy Spirit and then, I mean, read throughout the book of Acts, someone who already had the Spirit because of their faith in Jesus was suddenly filled with the Spirit. Yeah. Like think yeah. like you mentioned Acts earlier, just a little bit after Acts 2, think of Stephen being filled with the Spirit and preaching this amazing sermon to the Sanhedrin and, yeah. uh, and seeing heaven opened and all these... I yeah. Mean, <clears throat> so... I. I, that's what I think of when I'm thinking, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. It's like, we know that you're here. We desire your presence and we desire your power and and all your desires, please fulfill them in us and through us. You're welcome here.
1: Have your way. I think the controversy here is more of like the, okay, you kind of like lawyered the controversy (laughs) a Mm. little bit because for me, it's like, you could say, Saying okay, we're we're singing this because we're implying that the Holy Spirit's not here is kind of crazy because once again in the context of the church, everybody knows that God's omnipresent. Yeah. But what's the difference between being at church and being out in your day to day lives? Mm. One of the th- one of the goals for our services is the reason we want to go vertical is because specifically the reason that people come to church is so that they can have a very specific and sacred encounter with God. Right. They can have a specific time with God where. And the thing is, the song explains it in the bridge. You know, it's like, oh, let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory hey, of your good goodness. Point. Where it's like, it's not that you're not here, it's that we are opening ourselves up to become more aware of you, to mm. actually have a personal and intimate encounter with you right now as a congregation, as opposed to when we're just out mowing the lawn. You know, like people talk about, oh, yeah. you can worship God in anything. It's like, yeah, that's true. You can be worshipful but what makes worship specific to when you come to church is that the goal is is that we're actually taking time out of uh, you know out of the week to come together as a as a body to specifically approach the throne of God
2: yeah together very specifically sure.
1: together so you know to me that's why the song's fine i mean that's and that's one of the reasons why we did used to do it um okay. we don't we don't now because Mainly, like I said, and I don't think it's because we as a church or the elders really have that big of an issue with it. It just once again, it was a more safe than sorry thing because especially when you use a lot of, for some reason, people are sensitive when you start using a lot of Holy Spirit language. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've encountered this issue we, as well. We know this, <laughs> which is like we've
0: all experienced this here. Yeah,
1: which is like why it's like okay. we also
0: have been delivered from it ourselves. So yeah, happy to. We've say. been there before. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. All right, but that's a lot of it. Where people are just really touchy yeah. about Holy Spirit language. Right. So we all
0: here agree that the Holy Spirit is indwelling in believers, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. So we all agree on that. And this song, I think we're all kind of concurring, seems to be about the filling of the Spirit, not some new baptism where the Spirit is first coming or something.
2: Right. And even, not just the filling of the person, but the filling of the space, the filling of the place where you're gathering. And again, back to Acts, uh, you know, think of in Acts chapter 4 when Peter and John have been persecuted by the Jewish leaders and then they come and they tell the church what just happened. Everybody erupts into praise. They're so grateful that they were kind of worthy of suffering. Yeah. And they pray this prayer, Lord, make us bold, stretch out your hand to heal. And the place in which they were gathered was shaken. To them, you know, that's like the Holy Spirit came into this place. Yeah. It was something about where they were. It didn't, it didn't just sh- shake the whole city. The Spirit shook the place. Yeah. And, and at Pentecost, the room where they were gathered was filled with this like rushing wind and this this manifestation of the Spirit's presence, not out in the street, yeah, but in the room where they were gathered. So to me, it's like, you're welcome to come and have dominion, and manifest your presence, your power in this place among us.
1: To me, it's an expression of intentionality and bringing it even back to like prayer, because this is a prayer podcast. That's the same thing with prayer. It's like you can abide in the Lord and things like whenever you're just doing a normal thing. But the reason you sit down and you actually pray to God specifically when the context is because you are specifically having an instance where, okay, no, God, actually, I'm talking directly to you right now. And I'm going to have some time where I'm actually intimate with you. Yeah, Like imagine like, okay, you're at home with your wife and sure, you guys are in the same building. You guys are around. But to actually sit down and have dinner together, to actually sit down on a couch and have a conversation, mm. that's totally different. And I think that's kind of what the song is, that's what the song is trying to say. It's like, yeah, God's here, but we're actually, you know, anyway. Don't want to spend too much time on this No, yeah, that's yeah. great. That's <laughs> it's great. Good. We you know, like it.
0: You guys are saying really great stuff, and I fully concur. So thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Thumbs up for everybody. Yeah, up. Awesome. Well, we're rocking and rolling here. You know what? I think this is a good time for us to break off and we're going to continue this conversation in the next episode. Okay. Nice. As a reminder, the Prayer Culture Podcast is a ministry of two or more, which is a crowdfunded ministry. So if you enjoy this content, please check out our website and giving page listed in the description. Also, when you have a second, hit the like and subscribe button.